Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, with all the YouTube we've been doing over these last two or three years, I'm actually losing track. It's nice to go back and see some of the videos. And I saw the owner of the Dino on the weekend, and he was telling someone of how great the video was. And someone else said, oh, I love the music in that video. And I said to myself, I haven't gone back and looked at all our videos for a while. So I did the other night. And Mick, there's a heap of comments on a lot of these videos. And some of them are questions, not only comments. Some of them are questions and comments, but it was interesting having a read. So I thought thought this episode, we'll just talk about, go through some of the comments and we might be able to answer or, you know, refine some of the comments we may have made during a podcast. Yeah, there's no doubt. Some of the times we do make errors, of course. And also I think on some of these YouTube videos, uh, comments that people have made or questions, some of them possibly have been answered, but I think it's good to go through them, Ori. For those that are listening, we apologise if we haven't answered your question. We'll try and get around to answering all the questions, but thank you for your comments. We love hearing the comments because we don't get everything right. We know that. It's more about... It's more about passion passion and enthusiasm rather than technical expertise. And, And it's just interesting. Some videos get more comments than other videos. But one of the one of the videos, Mick, which we'll start with, is the video on the three four eight T. The three four eight T. No, the Mondial T. The sorry. Mondial T. Yeah, three four eight. No, that's a. It's got a three two eight. Oh, sorry. No, you're three, right. Four, three, three four eight. Yes, it has got the three four eight. There you go. See, that's there what, you go. Yeah. So okay. it says, "Lovely Mondial T," but you do not mention the biggest difference between the Mondial T and the Ferrari three four eight. The key difference is the longer wheelbase and period road tests in England said that the Mondial T had much more sta- was much more stable on the limit handling due to that longer wheelbase compared to the 348, which was not, as, not so stable on the limit. However, like you said, the Mondial T drives like a modern car, period, and has a manual stick, which is a plus, which is a plus two. And power steering, but its its weight hampers its performance, which is just adequate for today. Major servicing and cam belts require engine out, so it's it is costly every time this happens. And genuine Ferrari OEM parts are very expensive, as is insurance, which still makes this a toy for the wealthy, even if you can get past the initial purchase cost. Okay, that's that's a fair comment and spot on on a lot of those. Now the owner of this one here, Darren, he bought it because he did know about the extra stability because he owns a 348. So it's due to that long wheel, extra long, long wheelbase, wheel which that's I similar, didn't know. And that's similar to the GT4, the 308 GT4 compared to the 308 GTB, the longer wheelbase because of the extra seats at the back. Yeah. So no doubt that the owner, Darren, knew about that. So I wonder how, you know what, I mean specifics now, how much is that extra? You know, it uh, would be no more than 100 mil, I would guess. Yeah. You know, so we talk about longer wheelbase, but it wouldn't be. And again, don't. It'd be good to see a T. It would be good to see a T parked up against a normal Mondial. Well, they have to get the extra seats in, so it'd be maybe a hundred mil. Yeah. So that was a good comment and something we didn't mention. And fantastic. Yeah. And it is. uh, It is an engine out, so it is more than the normal uh, ones prior uh, prior to that, the three two eight and the the other Mondials, of course. You know. Then there's other comments on that video, Mick. Best car I've ever bought. Nice, nice car. Which specialist did Darren use for the PPI in the UK, please? So wants to know. Oh, we can we can send that. I actually I think we did respond to that, but I'm not sure. 
and, uh, you know, love my tea, right, was the comment on that. So that got a few a few uh, comments on those videos, Mick, which is awesome. Then the next one that we've got here, which is the restoring of the 1924 501. Yep. Right. Nice work. Fantastic. Really enjoyed that. Spot a mangusta in the back of the video. It definitely is a mangusta in the back of the video. The That's, beauty about uh, these comments is we, we're due to do an update of that video because today we got a video of the engine starting on that 501. So this is the first time that Mario started the 501 and it sounded great. So what did you think? Well, I, I thought the 501, well, the video that you showed me, he attached a temporary exhaust. Uh, so it's only got the chassis. Um, the wheels aren't on it yet. But he he, he connected the uh, the taco. Did you see? Oh, did he? No, I didn't notice he, 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 that. So when it was revving, the taco was moving. All oh, right, okay. So, I'll have to look at that video properly. But uh, we'll, we'll certainly have that video and others as he progresses with his restoration. Then we had the comment, Mick, on um, you know, up close with the Ferrari F1 cars from the 80s, which I love that. We got a few views, uh, you know, not many. I thought we'd get more, but nice work, boys. These cars look and sound fantastic. Great era of F1. Great era of F1. They and look, they do look good. What would really have been good is, and we talk that, talked about that, is if we could have driven them. I mean, that would have been something else. That, that's a boyhood dream. Yeah. To, to number one, I think to s- sit in a Formula One car and go around the track would be awesome. To drive it around the track would be next level. Well, like you can't just sit in a Formula yeah, there's a One. There's two seaters. Well, that's not really a Formula One. But car, still, though, gives yeah. you that sense of. Okay, then we had here, Mick, the Daytona. Got four, got a few comments. The blue Daytona, the three six five G to B four for um, Daytona. New subscriber here, love the content. So we're on a, we're on the right track, Mick. Driver looks like Enzo Ferrari with his glasses. Yeah, well, that's me. I'm looking a bit, a bit aged. Yes, Mick, fair enough. Hey, there you go. So you're getting some good reviews. We then go through. No, Mick. Is that still yeah. on the Daytona? You're yeah, still on, yeah, Okay, yeah. what's the yeah, next yeah. one on the Daytona? No, that's it, those two. Okay, Love. because I have got – I think there was one that was either on the podcast or on the Daytona. They noticed the handbrake lever was, was too high. So it went oh, really? up higher than it was supposed to be. And it's funny that after those those comments, I actually mentioned it to the owner and he's had that adjusted. So now so it, it was looked, too high. It was too high, definitely too high, just about vertical when you put up the uh, handbrake. So now it actually sits as it should. So, it, you know, it's really interesting when you see which cars get comments. What The Fiat 500 R Bath Resto Mod yep. got a comment or got a few comments. His car is amazing, classic with a modern twist. It definitely is. And he's done all the work himself. That's Carlo with his – he loves that little thing. He summed that up really well. Our cafe races, Mick, our video on cafe races didn't get any comments. So we tried something a little bit different that that episode. With the cafe races, to be fair, we didn't know enough about them. And I think in retrospect, I think we did too many. If there was only just one and we looked at it, then it would a little bit different. But we had about – 12 cars in – oh, sorry, bikes in there. It was hard. It yeah. was difficult. That but it was a good – I liked – I enjoyed that episode, I must admit. But the one that – we got 15 comments on this video, Mick, and it was Motor Classica. Oh, yes, yes. And so what oh. an amazing display. Well done on getting the Dino there. All right. That was a job and a half. So basically a room filled with the most gorgeous shapes the automotive industry has ever seen. I'd agree with that comment too. How true is that, though? It is, because the variety that they had at Motor Classica, 
is unbelievable. And the quality, the quality every year is getting better and better. Unfortunately, this year they're not having it. Now, I apologise to the people that do watch this video oh, of no. Motor Classica because this is a great comment. Thanks for taking us along and sharing with us the experience. By the way, somewhere along the 450 mark of the of the, the camera drops and frames as much as the floor as, as it does the vehicles. No, but to be fair, I did love the floorboards. Okay. So, so I was showing a bit of the floorboards on my walk around watching the Bertone collection. Ferrari favourite is the Enzo Ferrari and the La Ferrari. Uh, that's what do you prefer? Actually, you know, I'm starting to prefer more the Enzo than the La Ferrari. But anyway, that's another another episode. The Bertone display is missing a Fiat X19. Yes, the X19, and some of their prototypes, which yeah. is true. They'll be hard to get here. But the Bertone, yeah, the X19. But I think they had all the others. I think we've covered most of the others. And in your little video, Mick, while you're walking around. Someone said, well, you walked right past the Daytona. Really? Well, it's true too. I did know. But there were so many cars to look at. And that Daytona, there was a lot of things on that Daytona that we did look at later. We like went the back gear to it. shift. The yeah. gated shifter was showing rather than then have cover the cover. It. And then it, it didn't have any mirrors, wing mirrors either. Yeah, which you should. No, well, from the factory they didn't come with. with I thought mirrors. they had come with one. No, not it. No, it comes when it goes to the dealer. They put them oh, on depending right, on right, where yeah. it gets delivered to. So yes, I do apologise, but you should never go past the Daytona without videoing. That. And then the the best comment of all: got to fire that cameraman, which we have, and yeah. hence why your son yeah, now right. Vincent does all yeah. our videos. Yeah, and that's fair improved. enough. Yeah, that is so. fair enough because that was me doing the camera work. Okay, mix mix three hundred eight GD four restoration. 30 comments. Oh, really? Okay. People love this. Immaculate Michael, good luck. Well done to all involved. So, and there was plenty of people. I'm fascinated by how good a condition these cars are in, and with the restoration, it's almost perfect. Thank you very 100% much. 100% on yep. fire. Superb job. Looks amazing. Looks amazing. Love the colour. Good luck, Mick. Right? The colour is. We've always said it's I such do a, like that colour. I have a 79 driver. This is stunning, but I'd be terrified driving it. What a beauty. Yeah, I'm with you, actually, because I'm a bit um, I'm a bit in awe when I try and drive it now, you know, because I'm concerned about You're a little bit about, scared, aren't oh, you? Certainly. It's not like it was before, but we'll see. Beautiful car. The 308 GD4 is the only Ferrari with Contage, Stratos, and 400i resemblances. Yeah, well, it's all by Bertone, I think, isn't it? Fantastic car, fantastic job. I want one, but prices have jumped, so they are no longer the cheap bargains they were. Yeah, well, it certainly was a bargain when I bought it, but uh, after spending all this money, maybe not so much of a bargain. Well, we've got one for sale without an engine. We have, yep. So there's a project for someone. <laughs> I love my GD4. It was a great family car. Back in the day, although the electrics could be a bit flaky, it was even great on track. The aircon did fail once, but fortunately my local specialist knew that, although it said Got when it, on, the dials. on the controls, the major components come from York in the USA, had been common with many American cars and could, could be had for a quarter of the price of the ones in the Ferrari boxes. Interesting that it has a Series 1 body shell with the ventilation slots at the back of the roof, and a Dino badge on the nose, but a Series 2 grille with the fog lights behind the grille. I had thought all of the Series 1 cars were given the narrow grille with the fogs exposed on either side. Those lovely shiny parts are, of course, not gold-plated. Originally, they would have been cadmium plated but as that's now 
ban the gold finish is from dyed zinc. Yeah, that's very good points you make. My understanding is that car there was still badged as a Dino Australian delivered, even though it's a Series 2 car. So the fog lights, are they supposed to be behind the vents or not? In a Series 2 car, it's behind the vent. In a Series 1 car, they are separate. You can see the, the full perimeter or the full fog light with no grill in front. So it's spot on in that regard. Next one. Awesome job. You English guys do a fabulous work. Uh, fabulous work. Nobody stateside gives a crap about 308 GD4s. They don't even understand them. It's true. A lot of people don't, and they don't know what they are. It could be a loaders, could be anything. They just, uh, they're not sure about it. Air intake to the rubber clamp should be silver. No orange frame oil filter. X manifold shouldn't be black. Didn't see any Bakelite carb gaskets either but the picture wasn't clear nice to see no satin black on the underneath of the front bumper though and correct gold zinc nuts used okay that's some good comments because someone that's not an enthusiast for the gt4s wouldn't know what he knows so yeah. that's well picked up on the lot of, and we and love all this the, feedback right and some of those things have had have changed so i've fixed up some of those already and i'm still fixing up some no, fantastic. Uh, beautiful. I have one here at my shop. It's for sale. Uh, is that a 348 Competizione in the back of the video? And yes. Yes, the answer And someone else said, I want the same car. As the uh, Competizione? As, no, or as yours. So, good yeah, some comments. nice comments there. But like I said, there's the enthusiasts there. And like we say, we don't know everything about these cars. So it's good to get you know, the feel of what people think about them. Then Festival of Ferrari. We got the thank you for taking Sebastian for a ride. He'll never forget. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Who made a special day for all the kids. And you're the one with the Dino, right? Yep. So you got a comment. So we said yes to that. But, Mick, it's just interesting that most of these videos get comments from people. So they are loving what we're doing out there. I think, look, it's because it's about the passion. It, we keep saying that. It's not about how much, what value the car is from a monetary point of view. It's the value to yourself, the experiences you have. And like, you know, the kids at the motorsport festival, you know, just to see the joy on people's faces. Oh, can I sit in there? Yes, you can sit in there. You can sit in the driver's seat. You know, a lot we of people... I'll never forget that little kid that uh, I let sit in the front seat at the Oval. Remember when yeah, we went... On, correct. And the stickers we gave out. Yeah, I mean... I feel fantastic. Because a lot of them, I oh, know, don't touch the car, don't do this. Yes, yeah, so we get a bit precious sometimes. I say, you're not my wife, yeah. right? <laughs> my wife can't touch the car, but you can, no problem. Uh, this is the best one. And we'll save the best for last, because the Dino video is my favourite video that we've ever shot. Maybe it's because my favourite car. Now, you are talking about the 246, the, two the yellow six. 246, and I'd say it's up there. It's so look at this. There. This is how many people... This is how... What a small world, Right? I'll say it's a small world, and we're all connected with the love of cars and passionate cars. So it is a small world and small community that are enthusiasts like us, Mick. I'm a courier and did a delivery to this house last month. Is that right? I was blown away by what I could see lurking in the garage. Not just the Dino, but the 458 as well. So I was very surprised when this video popped up on my feed, and as soon as it started, I recognised the garage and the car. Great video, and it's so good to see beautiful cars like this on the roads in little old Adelaide. And that's what we say, we want them on the road. And that Dino needed to be on the road. And we did talk about it during the video and the podcast of that, how much it got better the more kilometres it did. Uh, absolutely. And so I saw, like I said, I saw the owner the other night. He still hasn't put the new tyres on. He goes, no. I haven't got time. I said, give me – actually, you like this, Mick. So he – the screensaver 
of his phone on his phone was a photograph of you see the four five eight nose, the Speciali nose, and you see the Dino in the background. And I said, "Excuse me, when you post a photo of someone, so you know you need to ask their permission." Copyright. Goes, yeah. Well, would you like that photo posted? He goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "I didn't. You didn't get permission from me for posting my car." And he goes, "Yeah, that's <laughs> it's not true. your car." I said, "Is it? Let's have a, let's have a chat." So. I'm still pushing, Mick. I'm still pushing. See how what, we go. What a way to showcase your one, 100th episode. Congratulations. Very enjoyable video. And thank you to the owner. So yeah. we must And that's say. a good point. That was our 100th episode. Yeah. And we did, look at, we did look at thinking or we thought about which one do we have for our 100th episode. And it had to be something special. That was special. Congratulations on your 100th episode, lads. And what a way to celebrate. Looking forward to your next 100. It's such a treat each Friday. So our podcast comes out every Friday, obviously. So uh, people are listening, Mick. So well done, boys. Great video and podcast. The 246 is an absolute masterpiece. It is a masterpiece, and that one particularly. I can't say I've ever driven a Dino, but some years ago I did manage to get a ride in a 246 GT, which I love more than the GTS. At full song, it was my dream come true. There you go. You know, Dino is one of my all-time favourites. Love it. Thanks for taking care of, of her properly. Uh, incredible car. My number third, the most beautiful car of all time. Thank you. I've subscribed. My favourite Ferrari. It's such a drop-dead gorgeous car. Okay, so that was his third best. I wonder his, what, what his one, uh, one and two are. Before. Now, number one, one and two has got to be the mirror somewhere there. If he's only if he's not just talking about Ferraris. But the mirror, I must admit, I've been more and more, you know, in love with that thing. And we might we may need to speak to Vincent, our videographer, because very good, but instead of music, the engine noise would have been better. That's a good point. I like that. Uh, he did we did ask him something uh, about that and he he gave us the reason why. But uh, certainly I think if we had a GoPro at the engine, that, that would have be been good. better as well. Salute, my friend. Supercar, super video. Subscribe and subscribe, please. Sadly, soon all combustion cars and trucks, including classics, will be banned from public streets in the entire EU and Scandinavia. In Germany, the Green People's Party gave order to shorten fuel supply from 2025. On the reducing of all conventional fuel stations to only one state-operated central gas station per city or country. Car washers will be forbidden too because they are climate killers. Now they now they want to slow down all the gas station pumps from 20 litres per minute to 2 litres per minute from 2027 on the EU. Certain car spare parts will be banned too, as exhaust systems, turbochargers and even some engines and gearbox oils. California and New York will do the same from 2027 on. So no investment should be done in oil burning cars any longer. They even created a new kind of crime here called emissions and smoke crime. That's uh, that's daunting. That is that's for Badvin sure. and Tababvin and B E F V O laws. That's, that's interesting. Look, I think combustion cars and fuel is going to be you know it's going to be there forever because they're still going to have to run some of these cars. I say that forever, but I'm not I'm not into politics and I don't know the answers to know. that. But uh, certainly that would be very, very uh, disappointing to say the least. So we've got a few more, Mick. The Citroen, got a few comments. Oh, the Citroen 2CV, they're yeah, they fantastic. Yeah, the beautiful twins. video. Yep. 
è in Italian la macchina più bella del mondo, the most beautiful car in the world, well, Mick. I'm not sure about that with right? the 2CV, but no, in it. terms of quirky and that, I reckon it was really, really good. And, and I must admit, you know what? The Alfa Giulia Quattrofoglia got a lot of uh, likes. I have a 2018 as in in my photo. You sent a photo. Also, it's my daily driver and the best car I've ever owned. The QV is a serious weapon. Good video, guys. Respect from London. Oh, excellent. Uh, look, it, it is a great car. And really, I think that car for a daily driver has got way too much performance. Although it does help now that he's changed the tyres. He's got decent rubber on it, which would uh, improve that heaps. Sold my Nissan GDR to get this. No regrets. Best car I've ever bought. There you go. I would have sold the Nissan GDR too, I must admit. Best car in its class, hands down, not like anything else out there. I agree. I think it's – I've had mine for one and a half years. Can't see myself parting ways with it. It's the perfect car. I'm on my third Julia. Number one was purchased in 2017. Second was the N-Ring edition, and now I own one of the three GDAs in Australia. A GTA in Australia, that's Alpha nice. was in the uh, wilderness for some time, but these Julias and the Stelvio are just fantastic cars. Yeah, and that's a good point he makes because the Stelvio, I've, I've driven the Stelvio, the QV Stelvio, and, you know, I think for a daily driver that you can push around, it's probably even better than the Julia. Uh, not not for looks, the Julia looks better than, you know, an SUV, but in terms of driving, because it's all-wheel drive compared to the rear-wheel drive of the Julia, it gives you a little bit more confidence on, on normal driving. And then... Last comment, which we'll leave you on, it's quadrifoglio, not quattrofoglio. Correct. Engine I- developed by Alfa Romeo with Ferrari engineers and derived from the F154 V8. The full lock issue resolved uh, from the MY20. They indeed revised the Ackerman geometry. Okay. And also the newer tyres pr- apparently helped, helped. the owner said. So, so Mick... The comments, we love them. Keep them coming in because, you know, we look forward to seeing the comments and trying to get it right. We're just here passionate enthusiasts that we love talking about cars. So we don't get it right every time. We apologise if we make any mistakes. But we'll keep doing the videos because we love them as well. Absolutely. But anyway, we're going to leave it there. And, of course, you can catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com, our YouTube and our Instagram page as well. But remember, if your car's not a classic. It will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.